The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. What's all the excitement about pumpkin spice stuff coming on the market in the fall? Is it really about the pumpkins? Really? In this episode, we talk all things autumn, the pumpkin spice thing, the marketing and the commercialism of it, and the spiritual side of autumn's energy. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian-American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to this episode that is all about fall, the autumn. Yes. Before we get into the topic for this episode, we're going to tell you about our yard. So I will say that we recently had a come to Jesus moment where we realized we cannot handle this yard by ourselves. Now that sounds kind of, you know, for the, for the green thumb people, it might sound a bit like, come on, you can handle a yard. You're lesbians. <laughs> but with Toast and I, we do a lot of different things. We have a lot of uh, creative endeavors, projects, all these things. And sure enough, we had, to, we had to be okay with receiving help for the yard and, and recently, paying for it. And paying for it. And recently... <laughs> We found very nice yard um, yard helpers, gardeners, landscapers, whatever you want to call them. Um, and the very first time they came over, at the end of the, you know, we're very, we're, even though we've moved from Hawaii, we are still, we very much have Hawaii in us. And if you are from Hawaii or you have friends um, from Hawaii, you'll know that part of the Hawaii culture is this very hostiness. You, you know, host. This is a whole other topic. Are, you, you like to take care of people. And maybe, basically, you know, it comes down to you want to feed people. And maybe a lot of cultures love to do a that. A lot of cultures. But that is something I know of like all our Hawaii friends, they want to feed you everything. It's like, you know, so the very first time they were here, when they were ending, getting towards the end of their time with us, I was like, oh, what are we going to share with them? Like, you know, and we had some like little seltzer waters in the fridge. And thankfully, thankfully, we had just made a batch of matcha surf pops. So in those disposable little things, like which, little otter pops. Which we talked about in the first 
in episode 130, I believe it is. I don't remember, but... I'm going to look it up to I verify that. I don't know if it was the, the regular pops or it. the... Were we doing the little surf otter pop, surf pop things at that point? I don't, I don't know. But anyways, the they loved it. They loved it. And the people who came to help us with our yard, they happened to be vegan. And um, we made the, the matcha pops with coconut milk. And so they were so happy. So anyways, so the matcha pops were something that we talked about in this podcast in episode 131, The Notebook, A Habit That Saved Our Relationship. Okay. So you can go find the recipe there. Um, but they were scheduled to come again, and it was kind of a busy week. And I was like, oh, my God, I forgot to make the matcha pops. So and, now it's a thing. And I realized one of, <laughs> one of our listeners one of our listeners, um, actually piped up and was like, I don't know what matcha is. Oh. And so... Okay. I, I guess we should explain. So okay. matcha is a Japanese word. Matcha is green. It's a form of green tea where the tea, the green tea leaves, it's the same old green tea leaves, and they're just crushed up, crushed up so fine that it's a powder. And that's it. And you make tea out of that powder. That's the type that's used for like tea ceremony and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't do that. We don't have tea ceremonies like that. Uh, we, we just but make, we make matcha pops. We make popsicles out of it <laughs> and, and, and things like that. So yes. that's what matcha popsicles are. So they enjoyed that. It, thankfully, we, got, we, we were able to pull it together. And I was so glad th- because they, were, they expressed so much appreciation for them. They were, they were like Hawaii <laughs> people too. I thought, I thought they were. Like we really bonded and, over that. And mm-hmm. um, they turned out to be plant-based folks mm-hmm. who don't eat, um, you know, like dairy from cows. So perfect. It was made with coconut milk. So great. So, and they also shed light on this vine that has been growing like crazy in our yard. Mm. Every couple of months, toast is out there. I'm realizing that it will probably serve us well if I just go out there at least once a week and just snip them off. Okay. Instead of the big job you did the other day. Yeah, instead of, anyway, now it's getting like super boring for them <laughs> as we talk about our chores. <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting that, that the gardener said that it might be clematis. That's what I was told by two people now, that it's okay, some, two kind of, people. It's some kind of clematis vine. Like, okay. 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 Yeah. So it, it's pretty creepy. It grow. It must grow like pretty darn fast when it's growing season. Um, yeah, because next thing you know, it's like creeped over the fence. The thing is, the plant originates not in our yard. That that's the tricky part. It originates just on the other side of our property. So it's not like we can cut the plant down because it doesn't belong to us. It's not on our property. But once the vines grow, get on our property, any- we can cut it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. All right. <laughs> oh. oh, man. But I will one? say, I will just... <laughs> Should we save this for like an outtake? It's like, what the hell? Is this boring? I don't, I don't know. know. Okay, well, let me just give them, let me just give them a little moment of flower essences in case they heard the other episode about flower essences because I was really... Um, when I heard that it was clematis, I was like, oh, it's clematis? And I got a little excited because 
I know clematis to be, um, I know it as a flower essence um, that helps especially uh, creative people to be to become more focused. And um, a lot of times very creative people, they have a challenge bringing their creativity to fruition because they're just um, here, there, everywhere. They're kind of in a dreamy state, planning, dreaming, all this stuff, and less doing um, Mm -hmm. because they lack the focus. And so clematis, Mm -hmm. flower essence, helps exactly with that. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so maybe it's good. I need to spend more time with this vine and just, right, work with the vine. Because, I, yeah, I, I, my inclination, absolutely, for me, yeah, lots mm-hmm. of, in the mental realm, in the intellectual realm, yeah. lots of lateral movement. Yeah. You know, making connections laterally across all kinds of things. But linear, that's like, yeah, I need help. Well, and I also got excited, too, because I was thinking, wow, I could make... I could make clematis flower essence. I mean, look how much. Right. So I'd be yeah. curious to see, like, if it didn't. Okay, anyways, you know what? This whole thing is going too long because <laughs> I was is, gonna. Right? Yeah, it's like it's kind of like TMI and not in an exciting way. Okay, let's move on. Oh my god. Okay, please. I don't know. We might need a few drops of clematis ourselves Where is to stay freaking, on point today. Where is the damn clematis? <laughs> For real. All right. So today, you know. I was so excited because the other day, <laughs> this does have to do with our topic. Okay. 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 So thank God. Calm good, down. Good. I see you so, with the eyes like so you better. So we are into the topic. We are into the topic, which okay. is about fall and all the beautiful things and opportunities that fall brings with it. Uh, the other day, I was pretty surprised at how crisp the air was. Mm-hmm. How nippy it was, mm-hmm. the chill in the air, where just maybe even the day before, the days before, it was like, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And I went into my closet and I found my leopard sweater and I could put on my fluffy <laughs> leopard sweater and it was so cozy and I just, and I just was in a really great mood that day because I felt like it's fall and that's my favorite season. So I wanted to set the backdrop, yes, the tone very nice, very for nice. that, for this. Yes, yes. I'm just taking in the, uh, the, the relief of the sweltering, oppressive summer heat. Yes, right? this summer. Like when when mm-hmm. that is lifted and you're feeling, yes, the, the temperature cooling off and the crispiness of the air, that's what's so refreshing about it. There's a sense of relief. Yes, and the sweaters, it's like you're always being hugged. Aww. You know, you're like coziness. I just love that. Um, I don't know how I survived being born and raised in Hawaii. Right. Because I'm yes. I'm really not such a sun person. Yeah. I mean you just look at me and you know, right? Like I'm, a, like, I'm a, like a ghost, right? Well, like my coloring like is like a ghost. And, <laughs> Anyways. And you don't like this like the sun. Like you like dimly I mean I rooms. I like anyways, maybe the anyways. All right, let's <laughs> Clematis. Clematis. I don't know what's wrong with this today. All right, okay, okay but I do want to tell the people Because I was, you know, prior to uh, the morning, I I woke up where it was, where it warranted a nice cozy sweater. Okay. I started receiving emails, marketing emails about 
pumpkin this, pumpkin that. Mm -hmm. And I sort of felt like too early, like too early people. But the day I had the sweater on and I got an email about (laughs) pumpkin spice (laughs) coffee cake and (laughs) pumpkin lattes. And um, I think it was like, um, oh, pumpkin spice donuts. Great mood. I was like, yes, it is. It's, you know. That's what's funny to me about, okay, so so this episode, all about different things about autumn, right? And one of the things that autumn has become about more and more and more over the past decade yep. has been this whole pumpkin obsession. Philia it's a thing. Right? Yeah. 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 Like it's, be, it's, it's kind of crazy like how, um, it's similar to like Black Friday was ne- never used to be a oh. thing. And now Black Friday is like in Halloween. Right. <laughs> Come on. So anyway, it's, it's, you know, it's actually pretty amusing. Like the pumpkin palooza mm-hmm. in out there in consumer land, mm-hmm. um, because it kind of feels to me. And I feel like this about. Oh, a lot are you of- gonna rain on us? No, it's no. Don't rain on the pumpkin parade toast. <laughs> no, it's just a different way of looking at All it. All right. Which to me is actually very amusing. It adds another layer of a way to appreciate being alive and aware in this era of history, because I look at the consumer frenzy all about pumpkin this and that. And we're going to go into some very amusing pumpkin products that have been <laughs> on the shelves recently. Um, but it really strikes me as kind of like this is the modern consumer's version of the ancient harvest fertility festivals. You know, never what, would have thought that would be coming out of your mouth. What I imagine, right what I imagine back in the day when you know when we all lived. Out of necessity, we live mm-hmm. so close to the land, and we're mm-hmm. bringing in the harvest. And there's acorn squash, and there's pears, and there's corn, and whatever you know, all the 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 things from the harvest. <laughs> and pumpkin is one of them. Brussels sprouts and spinach. Pumpkin is one of them. Mm-hmm. But us modern, but pumpkin consu- gets but, all the glory. But us modern consumer people, it's we don't we don't live so close to the land, so we're like pumpkin. Do you do you pumpkin, hear yourself pumpkin, though? Pumpkin, pumpkin. Do you hear yourself? Your I your Hawaii pigeon is like. Oh, is it coming up? What am I saying? Pumpkin. <laughs> Instead of pumpkin. Anyways, yes. No, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. And um, you know, it would be interesting. I mean, to me, it would be interesting to see who made up pumpkin spice. That's the other funny thing. Like, who thing put that together? Is because it's, not, it's not pumpkin. Right. Everybody's getting spice. excited about, and they're calling it pumpkin, but it's not really about it's the spice. It's the spice. Yeah. It's about the spices. Right. Yeah. Right. So people really, it's it's less pumpkin palooza, and it's more of a superfood spice. Yeah, because it's like cinnamon, yeah. nutmeg. Mm-hmm. What else? Cardamom? Sometimes. What else? We don't even know. I don't know. I know there's vanilla. I mean, that's not part of the spice itself, but you have to have vanilla. Okay. So, so let's go ahead and give us a list of the... Um, well, let me, just, let me just say that one of the things we will not miss this year, and I'm just declaring it in hopes that it will, will happen, meaning it won't happen, that we won't miss it. Oh my God, this episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> because last year, Toast and I missed purchase, purchasing the pumpkin items at Trader Joe's. And, you know, we're pumpkin fans. We are, but not like... That's Toast's favorite pie in the world. It has always been my favorite pie ever since I was a little Toast. Yeah. And one of the things with being from Hawaii, we're we're talking about a lot of Hawaii-ness in this episode as well. Every Hawaii person you know loves Trader Joe's. Why is that? Because there is no Trader Joe's in Hawaii. But also... Most people do love Trader Joe's because they have really fun things. They mm-hmm. really have their branding down, the packaging, their combination of things. They have the consumer thing, mm-hmm. their, their marketing to their, yep. And okay. Toast's family, right. like, the, like, so we miss, we missed it. And, and we felt so disappointed having to tell people. We even tried to buy, like, buy it online at Amazon. And then those, and we, we thought we were successful and then we never got those deliveries because they said, sorry, we sold out. Anyways, all that to say, we're not going to miss it this year. And when I went to TraderJoe's.com to just kind of prepare for what I might be seeing, they have like practically doubled their pumpkin items. Okay. So let's just say, let's just start with the classics, the harvest cookies. Yes. Yeah. That's like okay, pumpkin cookies. Yeah. Well, those are delicious. Right, yeah, they they're right. shaped like a maple leaf, mm-hmm. right? I think they're maple cookies. Or then they have their um, pumpkin pop tarts. We have the pumpkin pancake mix. We have the pumpkin JoJo's, which is like pumpkin Oreos, basically. I mean, I think those are the main classics, right? Am I, am I missing anything? Yeah, that anything? would be enough for me. You know? But no. Isn't enough for you. But no. Okay, let me just kind of tell you. I'll just go down a quick list. We'll, we'll just go quickly down this list. Here's what you can find at Trader Joe's. Pumpkin chipotle roasting sauce. Gluten-free pumpkin <laughs> chorizo muffins. Vanilla pumpkin hand soap. And lotion. <laughs> that one's a little reaching. Like, I think you want the spice for the flavor. But I don't want it on my hands all day. And less about sm- walking around smelling yeah. like the... I don't the, want to brush like, my teeth with like a pumpkin muffin. spice. No, right? right? Right. So I think that one's reaching. Um, pumpkin spice JoJo's sandwich cookies, not to be confused with the pumpkin JoJo's. Pumpkin cheesecake croissants. Pumpkin sticky toffee cakes. Gluten-free pumpkin bagels. <laughs> pumpkin spice hummus. Did I surprise you? Okay. Pumpkin spice hummus. Oh, you know what I'm waiting for? Is pumpkin spice deodorant. Not yet. Not yet. Pumpkin spice espresso beans. Organic pumpkin spice creamy cashew yogurt alternative. Pumpkin overnight oats. Pumpkin bagels. Gluten-free pumpkin bread. Pumpkin maple bacon stuffies Mm. dog treats. Non-dairy pumpkin oat beverage. (laughs) (laughs) Pumpkin bisque. Howling gourds pumpkin ale. Pumpkin ice cream. Pumpkin spice coffee cups, Greek non-fat pumpkin yogurt, pumpkin spice coffee, pumpkin butternut squash bisque, honey roasted pumpkin ravioli, pumpkin bread and muffin mix. That's a classic. We've yeah. purchased that mm-hmm. for family. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin cranberry crisp, pumpkin pumpkin cheesecake, pumpkin blondie brownies, vanilla pumpkin scented candle. Okay, no, no, no. 
right? I think it stops at the food item. I was just going to say, for me, when, when we've covered the food, we're good. Yeah. Pumpkin spice teeny tiny pretzels. We're almost done. Believe it or not, we're almost done. Pumpkin rolls, gluten-free pumpkin bread and muffin baking mix, organic maple vinaigrette dressing. I don't know about I don't know about that one. Salted maple ice cream, stripey Joe's. I do not okay, know what now, that is. Now I'm not hearing pumpkin in the titles. Maple walnut biscotti. See, now they're just trying to lead us down the path of just more products. They are. They're trying to right. They are. Yeah. yeah. See, classic harvest blend herbal classic tea. Classic marketing manipulation. I defy that. Yeah, because now we're at Haunted House Chocolate Cookie Kit, which has neither maple nor pumpkin spice. Okay. Now it's too obvious. Well, that's a lot. But but I'm with you on just, let's just keep it to things we can eat. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. We don't need like, you know. Yeah, I don't want the candle. Hair products with pumpkin or. No. No. um, What was that? Lotion. Yeah, no. No, no need. Yeah. Thank you. No. Okay, but thank thank God for the pumpkin spice items that are delicious and yummy and that, that are seasonal because it is really nice to look forward to something for a period of time. Just, I was just going to say, you know what right? it really reveals? It reveals how us, again, us moderns... It provides us something to look forward to, yeah, and something to get a little excited about, yeah. In and we could all this, use that in this crazy ass time of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Whoa! Did you hear that? I did. Let's make sure. <laughs> and Uh-oh. Bear, and bear, bear is walking in this room now with his ears back. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Slowly. We will be right back. Okay, bear the cat. Everyone's fine. Everyone's fine. (laughs) He just knocked over a broom that was in the next room. Okay, so fall equinox was, I guess by the time people hear this podcast, was like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago or so. But I did find a beautiful poem about the fall equinox. It's nice, short, and sweet. But it's actually titled Fall Weather. And it's by Sarah Morgan Bryan Piat. It is the summer's great last heat. It is the fall's first chill. They meet. Isn't that beautiful? It's like a haiku. I love that. All right. It is the summer's great last heat. It is the fall's first chill. They meet. I think that's so beautiful. Yes. All right. So now we, I mean, we, we just had so much fun just talking, so much fun talking about all the pumpkin spice items. But one of the things I love about fall is how dark it gets, how the darkness comes a little bit earlier, a little bit earlier each night. And I love that because even, you know, also reflected in the morning hours. It stays darker. It's just, I love it because the dark is such a wonderful time to really look inward. 
It's calmer. it's just supportive. Yes, it's supportive right. of that because in the summertime and the springtime when it's so bright and all the flowers are out and you know the fecundity things are, and things, things are, are happening eggs and yeah. It's kind of hard to sit you know with your blanket and your journal writing going inward mm-hmm. when all you want to kind of do is be outside. Most people not me, but yeah. <laughs> but I do love how supportive fall is for that kind of inner work. Yeah. And you know, our, I feel like our culture, and again, this is going back to the consumer, you know, the growth economy paradigm that we've all just inherited from hundreds of years now. There's such an emphasis on production and mm. go get them. And, and get out there and hustle and grind. And, you know, if you work hard, that's, that's good. Like that, that business of doing things, that business of what, what are you doing, right? To get ahead, to make the most of yourself, to fulfill your potential, like work, work, work. That's held up as the admirable thing and the ideal thing. And this idea of peak performance. And it's like, you got up, you got to achieve that peak performance. But what I think is so valuable to step back and realize is that by, by its very definition, the peak is that that's the highest it's going to be. You can't always be there. That, mm. That's just one mode. That's one moment in time, you know, and just like, um, the, the summer is like, that's the peak of the daylight hours. And you have, you mm-hmm. have the season of like, look, you can go and it's, the, the nature supports you with the, the light of day for so long, but it's also just as valid to, to take the time of, as you said, reflection, you know, um, bringing in the harvest in, in a way that might not match the, um, what's held up as the ideal of like, you know, you got to work hard and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Nothing against working hard. I think that's great. But, but the seasons, like, but the balance, really, yes, the balance. Really going where, with the seasons. Yes. Where there's a wheel and every spoke of the wheel is necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's not better to stay in one, you know, any one quadrant for longer. That, that's not wise. Yeah. Like every season has its purpose and to the fact that we can honor that mm-hmm. and submit ourselves to the natural rhythm, that's really, really attractive to me. So that's, I, I guess love, that's what I like about the idea of fall. I love that too. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love that too, but because even coming getting? from, even coming from Hawaii where the seasons weren't as obvious, mm-hmm. And then we moved to California and the, the seasons, seasons still not, are not as well, Yeah, they were a little more evident, but still yeah. not very obvious. And then coming out here to Portland where it's like, wow, it snows. What, oh, this is spring. Like it's, it really is a gift to be able to not just know what season it is, but to have your surroundings reflect it mm-hmm. to also just... It's just something you can't um, ignore. Mm-hmm. 
you know, what the season is. You can't ignore what season it is when you're out here and you have like the true four seasons in how it feels and all of that. And I think it naturally nudges us to do the things appropriate for that season. You mean in terms of our personal, in our spiritual lives? Yes, yeah. So like in the, you know, in the fall, you know, we're starting to slow down. We're still doing stuff, but we're starting to kind of slow down Mm -hmm. and start preparing for winter, which is a time that um, is most about rest, whether we're doing it or not, like it it does encourage deep, deep, deep rest and renewal. Mm -hmm. And so... I love that because a lot of times there's like what they say, snow days. Oh, you're staying in. I mean, it's like nature's helping us. Nature is trying to help us yeah. to like, okay, now okay, you've worked so hard. You done, you've done all the things. Now it's time to rest, go inwards, incubate a bit. And then right around the corner, it's going to be spring mm-hmm. to start the rebirthing again and so, yeah, I love that. So fall, like you're saying, fall being um, such a transition season in and of itself. So true. I love that. I love how the 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 most magical times, well, I don't know if this is true, but <laughs> I think like spring and fall and the concept of twilight and dusk and the golden hour, mm-hmm. you know, for photography mm-hmm. where, where things are just, everything is bathed in that sun set glow um i love how it's it's at those transition points where a certain kind of natural magic is inherent in them Mm -hmm, yeah where it's not you're not at one extreme or the other Mm -hmm. uh, where it's a blending you know um yeah nature is not binary right there there's that uh yeah, that transition, that fluid, <laughs> that fluid area that is so magical. I think that's, yeah, that's I love um, that. I really resonate with that. Maybe it's because <sighs> I'm I'm not binary. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So with that, let's all enjoy this fall season. Oh, it goes just like that. But if we take the time to savor each moment and to enjoy the difference, you know, we've come out of summer now and now is the time to go inward. I encourage you to do that. Take, take some space for yourself to go inward and just check in, you know, check in with yourself. Start thinking about reflecting on the year that you've already had. There's still year left, but just start thinking about it. And um, because we all know how December tends to get so busy for mm. most people, not for everyone, but yeah. for a lot of people, it gets busy. It's also a very emotional time, mm-hmm. whether it's busy for you or not. It's just, it gets to feel frenzied. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it does. And so, really, really, um, just even through doing this podcast, I have an even greater appreciation for fall more than I had just coming to the podcast. So, you know, take the time for yourself and look at your year and start looking at, you know, how you want to end your year and even the things you would like to build and ways you would like to grow in the year that's coming up. And I guess cap it off just as a time of Thanksgiving, right? Yes. That's our, that's our uh, harvest and gratitude time. Thanksgiving time. All right. So 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider rating it, reviewing it, and supporting your friendly neighborhood lesbians. Whether it's us or, you know, you probably have some friendly neighborhood lesbians <laughs> near you. So you just don't know it. That's right. So go ahead and do that. And we'll see you at siennaandtoast.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and on all of those. We're, we're still Sienna and Toast. Sienna with one N. So we'll see you out there. And then in the meantime, we know that you're going to be living your love story. Bye. Bye. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.